Hey, thanks for watching. We're in a dark and gloomy place. Yes, that's Mount Doom behind us, uh, formerly known as the Black Mountain. And we're glad to have you here as the uh, camera operators work on giving us a little bit more light on the subject. But a little bit more, Ursula. So she's out there trying to make this happen. Hey, this is live television at its finest. You know what? I, I have lots and lots of fun. A little bit more there. Uh, I have lots and lots of fun because every week you never know what you're going to get. And it's kind of like a box of chocolates. And that really describes gun stuff. We've got a great show for you today. Let me show you who's coming up here. Let me see if I can bring this on. Okay, DVC. Dry vapor cleaners. Now look. We promised you some great content. We try to deliver it. Now, whether you're watching this now live or you're listening later uh, on a podcast or perhaps you're watching in syndication, you need to head over and check out our sponsors today because we've got some cool, cool stuff. Dry Vapor Cleaner. It cleans your weapons in just seconds. We saw it just a couple weeks ago at SHOT, and we were so impressed we had to get them on here. And these kind folks have given us a discount coupon for 10% off of their weapons package. All you have to do is put in the code GUNSTUFFTV and uh, you'll save a bundle. We'll talk more about them later. And then we have the National Archery Schools Program. You're going to love hearing about this program. Now, I'll probably get all riled up about it because I think this is the way of all schools should be. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to contain myself. And then you'll hear and see some great footage from the zombie run and gun. Guys out there having fun. Yeah, and uh, we'll be talking about them later. They're not insurrectionists. No, no. They're folks having fun. But to get our show started, I want to just talk a little bit about this. I saw this in the news. The Gun Owners of America urges senators to press Yellen over Treasury targeting gun transactions. Now, just a few years ago, okay, we broke ground with this documentary, and it... Uh, it was quite the thing. It's called Operation Choke Point Revealed. Now, if you're watching this on Twitter or Facebook, you've already seen the link to it. Just look down on our page, and you can link to it and watch it after the show. Uh, six years ago, we had no idea this was going on behind the scenes. So we thought we would shine the bright light of truth on this terrible practice of targeting e-commerce people behind the scenes. And we thought, well, that would be enough. I even met in uh, with uh, Thomas Massey in the uh, bowels of the uh, Congress, and we talked about it. We went on, on there. We talked about it. We, you've seen that on the show. We thought that'd be the end of it. Well, uh, surprise, surprise. It was only the beginning. It's still going on, and we don't think it's fair. We don't like it one bit. What's the next step? Uh, shutting us off completely from gun purchases? I'll tell you what. There's only one or two credit card companies in the country they are going to process it. And when they go bye-bye, uh, that'll make Janet Yellen happy. And I'm not going to be much happier. Uh, you can bet on that. Let me see if I can bring along our co-hosts for today. Let's see. We've got Scott there. Scott's been working behind the scenes furiously to work with our guests to see if they can come on here. And Scott... Uh, we've had some technical problems, but hey, Scott is a whiz with that, and uh, he's got Tiger trying to come in in the background. 
I'll bring him back on here. T Tiger, if you're there, we appreciate it. We'll bring you on a little later on the show. Otherwise, we'll have to rely on uh, Scott. Scott, how do you like being a technical wizard? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Say that again. I just he just spoke to me on the phone right as you were. <laughs> I said, "How do you like being a technical wizard?" Oh yeah, that, there you go. That's about the gist of it, right there. The, the technical wizard, not so much. Uh, yeah, just, and, uh, and Ursula, you're operating the cameras. I see you're a little bright. I'm a little dark. Failing a little bit on uh, lighting, so a little bit. So I'm sorry if I look a little bit washed out. Yeah. It Maybe a commercial break will adjust your camera. We'll work a, a little bit on that. Is, uh, Tiger's mic is working? Okay, we'll try this. Hey, Ursula, there you go. All right. Thanks well, for the heads I think up you muted me producer. after the last show because I said something that you That's like. right, yeah. Just, and we're not going to review canceled. that. I, I actually <laughs> did. I actually did do that. Sort of canceled me. I tell you what, you get canceled on the show, you go the right, wrong way, you're in big trouble. Hey, guys, you know, usually this time of the show, I talk a little bit about what I call our featured firearm. Mm -hmm. And it's a lots of fun. Today, I have one in the studio that's never been here before. And uh, this this little present is going to be shipped out to uh, one of our customers as soon as we get his FFL. Now, this thing, I have it right here in the studio, and it is glorious. Now, Scott, why don't you start and tell our viewers a little bit about it, and let me see if I can zoom in on this here. As you can see, folks, I have it right here in the studio, and uh, while while Scott's doing this, I'm going to pass this on over through the magic. Yep, I always get jealous every time he hands it hands it over. I'm just like, oh man. Okay, so but yeah, here no, we go. Yeah, there it is. So this is the the Ruger GP100, and this is a medium frame 357 Sig. I mean 357 Magnum, mm -hmm. and it's a six shot revolver, has six inch barrel, uh, and it's all blue steel with rubber grips, but the, uh, some of the, some of the, uh, cool stuff is on the inside of this, you know, where it has the, the cylinders and the safeties and stuff is really where the meat and potatoes of this pistol go. Uh, it has three, a three, uh, position where it holds the cylinder in place mm -hmm. and it just fits and feels great. But one of the things I like most about this pistol is the grip. Uh, the grip comes down lower so that as you grip it, your, your first, the first knuckle you have on your hand here doesn't get hit by the back of the trigger guard. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, a, that's a really nice added piece. But it also has the uh, adjustable sights and the polished, the, the polished uh, trigger and hammer as well, which makes it a really good piece. I, I like it. Ursula, what do you think? You got I, it in your hand why. there. Part of when I'm holding this, I kind of want to one of these days step out on my porch and just, like, I don't know why. This is the goofiest thing when I actually do it. Give me a reason I will, but like for crap and giggles, I would not do that. But if I have a reason, just <laughs> it's not off the table. I'm just saying. Uh, it actually feels good in both double and single action. Um, I do like... Uh, blacked out sights however when it comes out to me personally i actually do like having a little bit of illumination on my front but it's okay this actually works really well um especially having an adjustable rear sight so what we say six inch yep six inch barrel yeah no nah, this is good yeah now let me ask you guys to get your opinion before we wrap this up because we've got to move on we got a great show lined up uh what do you think we've had some pistols in here ursula you've seen them mm -hmm. uh the stainless steel or the blued 
Uh, is there a difference, uh, Scott? First of all, you tell me. Uh, oh man, I got I got to tell you, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the blue because they're you know just being able to one it, it, you know it it protects it just a little bit. But the thing is, is it, it reduces the visual signature. You know, I just like the black more than I like the There's shiny. A six inch barrel. There is no. I'm just saying, you know, okay. I'll just say, well, if, if it's nighttime, you know, if it's nighttime and I'm, I'm shooting that thing, it's not going to stand out as much. You know, I just like, I just like okay. my guns to be able so, to blend in and hide away a little bit. So, so that's, that, that's a big thing for me. Okay. We've got to make so, this quicker. Blue, so the you one blue, blue gun I absolutely love is going to be Smith Wesson's Model 36. Cheese Special is originally blued. However, if I'm going to have a six inch barrel on my porch, I don't care about the visual. <laughs> I want you to see it. So I want stainless. I you don't watch stainless. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yep. Okay. And, I, and I feel, I'm, I'm kind of torn right now. I'm, I'm from both sides. I'm like, then let me weigh in on <laughs> because I, I can tell you right we, now. We let me ask up. you. Let's throw a poll on Facebook. Let's we, see. Yeah. They, you, you guys make your comments whether you like yeah. stainless or blue. But before you do, listen to me because I want my opinion to be heard. Yes. Look. Uh, we sell the Walther PPKs, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we sell them in, in silver and in black. Now, how would James Bond look with the silver sissy gun instead of the <laughs> black macho gun? Now, that's just, I'm not trying to persuade you one way or the other, but put your comments in there. Hey, guys, 945 gun stuff price, 747 Now, Ursula has always given me problems that our prices are too low. But, hey. It goes along with our mission, arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. Hey, we're going to be right back after this quick commercial break. Hopefully we can make it work. So we've been talking about defunding the police. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts. Defund you. We will be moving funding from the NYPD. So I support the defund movement. Yeah, and you know, a lot of us were asked if we could imagine a future without police back in 2017 when we were running for office. And I answered yes to that question. We are going to reduce funding in the police department. When they're saying defund the police. When we said defund the police, the world woke up. Hey, we're back, and uh, we're, we're still having camera problems. So, all right. Ursula, sorry about that. You know, what's going on is we have a big storm behind mm -hmm. us, and that's what's uh, throwing us off. Let's bring on our very first guest today. Hey, Tommy, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, you guys do something. You know, we sit here and complain week after week, and uh, I'm always grousing about something or other. But you guys have something great uh, that you are doing to make this country better and tell our viewers a little bit about the, the National Archery in the Schools program, if you have a moment, please. I, I certainly do. We are a 21-year-old program. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. We introduce students to archery in grades 4 through 12 since 2002, we have involved 21 million students 
We have an impeccable and, and unblemished safety record. We operate currently in each year. This year, we're at 1.3 million students in 49 states. And we are working to uh, close those gaps so that we're nationwide. And we also offer the program in nine Canadian provinces as well as New Zealand and British Virgin Islands. So we're very, very uh, passionate about what we do. We love what the shooting sports do for students. We, we have anecdotals and written reports and all kinds of things that kids have told us what archery did for them. And then we also have conversations with parents, guardians, grandparents. We know what archery is doing for so many of our students. And we're just so proud to, uh, to be doing it, to have some great partners and to have a great amount of success in being the world's largest youth archery program. So uh, let me show some of the images that we have. Uh, and I'm going to make a point on this, and I'm just going to guess. In fact, maybe you audience members will say it for me, uh, and we'll bring on some of your comments. So, what are, we've got some great media here. What are we are we looking at? Are 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 they actually shooting bows and arrows in a school? I mean, I, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely, absolutely. In order to be a NASP school, a school commits to do ten hours minimum of instruction per year. And what happens after they do that 10 hours of instruction? We have just under 9,000 schools in the U.S. doing this. Once the school offers the 10 hours minimum, then the other students in the school, what you see a picture of there is in one of our recent trainings. Now, we, we train adults to teach the archery uh, of NASP. We call it the 11 steps. We start with where you put your feet and then where you end up afterwards after the shot, whether you're on your porch or not. Just kidding. Whether you're in your gym. So, so what happens is these adults go back to their schools where they were hired as volunteers or paid coaches. The thing we love the most about what these adults do is they become role models in the lives of the students. We absolutely 100% know that the shooting sports attract students that oftentimes nothing else attracts. And that's whether you're shooting archery, rifle, pistol, air rifle, skeet, trap. We know what the shooting sports do as far as positive attributes bestowed on kids. In our camp, it being archery, these 104,000 people that we have trained since we began offer so much more than just archery instruction. We know that 40% of our students view archery and NASP as an academic motivator. We know that 58% of the kids uh, feel connected to their schools. Here is a video of a small, small part of our national tournament range. Now, in Louisville, Kentucky, in May, second weekend of May, we will have approximately a half mile of archery range for bullseye. We will have another eight to 9,000 students awesome. shooting 3D archery on the other part. If anyone has ever been to the Kentucky Expo Center in Louisville, we rent the whole thing. Um, we utilize it all. And over that three-day period, we have somewhere between 45,000 and 50,000 people coming and going into, inside KEC. Not only is it a completely safe and fun event, but it's also family-oriented. 
because the moms and dads and parents and grandparents and guardians, they're all coming in the door. They're, they're enjoying their students shooting. They mill around for a little while, look at all of our vendors, then they make their way back out to their bus or however they got to the event. This culminating event, we operate, we do three of these big things. We do one in Sandy, Utah at the end of uh, April. We do the one in Louisville I just talked about and you saw in, in the second week of May. And then in, in June, this year, we're headed down to our championship where we'll operate that in Daytona Beach, Florida. And and just to say this, it's the thousands of people across our country, Canada, BVI, New Zealand, they make it happen for kids. Here you see an archery instructor showing someone how to place the hand on the riser of the bow, or perhaps they're looking to, to determine their dominant left or right eye, which is their dominant shooting eye. All these things they teach. But while they're teaching those things, they teach important things about how to be better people, how to be better employees, how to be better students, how to be better moms and dads and husbands and wives and, and whatever else. Because what we find is these archery instructors through these schools become role models and very important in these kids' lives. Yeah, that is awesome. So yeah. Yeah, while while you've been chatting, there's a lot of viewers who uh who pretty much their kids participate in these programs, and they're like, "Hey, we were already training for the championship." Yes, ma'am. And I'm like, "Yes, ma'am." I don't, I don't even know y'all kids, but good luck to all of them, and we're definitely rooting for them. And I don't want to take one family out, but this is this is awesome. Yeah, the kids. I love that. Yeah, and I love that it takes very minimum equipment. Uh, let me let me address that because that's really important. I want your viewers to understand this. A kit costs about thirty-one, thirty-two hundred dollars, and what we do automatically off the top, because of our generous sponsors and supporters, we offer grants to every state for a new school. So we knock fifteen hundred dollars off of that. Now they're trying to raise between fifteen and seventeen hundred. The bows are mostly are owned by the school, and the great thing about NASP. If your father can afford the $2,000 rig, that's great. If your father or mother aren't there and you're being taken care of by grandma, grandpa, guardian, whatever, you shoot the same equipment regardless of who you are. One of the things I like to say about NASP is it doesn't care what you look like. It doesn't care where you live. It doesn't care what you've been through. That bow and that arrow are waiting for you each time you come to the gym so you can enjoy the pleasure of learning how to shoot. And then, as you know, shooting is a lifelong passion. You can do it for the rest of your life. Even old people like me still enjoy shooting. And yet, you know, we have it going on in backyards. We have it going on at parks and rec. Shooting is something with a bow that we think is, is very, very important. Here's a picture of the kids walking back to the shooting line. We teach them to cover the points of their arrows. They hold the arrows. You'll see the kids do everything almost automatonic because – those instructors have taught the same protocols over and over for these last 21 years. That's why we're so safe. Mm -hmm. Hey, now, see now, a I have a question here. I'm looking Go at ahead. this, and uh, pardon me again, I'm a confused person. I'm just looking for where are the computer screens? <laughs> and, and I'm looking for the mouse. <laughs> yeah. Where do they have the mice? How do they operate that and the yeah, they, uh, at the same time? I'm just confused because well, they should be staring I, at screens, aren't, aren't they? Yeah, I, I appreciate that. that. That is one of the great things about our program it, is it engages kids 
you know, I need to talk about this just a second, and I'll try to be brief. It doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, who you live with, et cetera, et cetera. Let me tell you what you need when you're a young person in this country or elsewhere. You need success. A lot of times you haven't had it. You didn't play an organized sport. You didn't sing. You didn't play in the band. And you find this archery thing. And you find out that you're pretty good. You see that little girl turned around looking at the people behind her? Mm-hmm. She's feeling success. That's why she's smiling. Because that bow doesn't care. If you're willing to get in there and work at it and learn the 11 steps, it's going to be waiting for you to have some success. And the one thing that I want to say, if I don't say anything else, we're a success program that pretends it's an archery program. Does that make sense? We have kids across this country that learn success doing NASP. The parents are getting involved. Look, the parents are watching, taking videos. It's a family affair. It is. You know, what What a great, what a wonderful thing that you are doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and, uh, although, let me look at, I've got one comment that's come in in here for, from the, let's see, it's the Department of Justice. They're saying, how can we control kids' minds if you get them off the computer screen? Uh, well. That, that, you know, how are they going to learn to be good uh, CCP members and march in step with the regime if they're not being completely indoctrinated all day long? I think mm-hmm. that's one of, maybe that's a fallacy of your show. Have you thought about that, Tommy? Well, we, I don't know anything about that other stuff, but I will say this. <laughs> if you do this and you're a young person and maybe you, you live in a world where everything is built around your cell phone and, and who you're talking to and who you're following on Instagram or somewhere else, what feedback we get from kids is I've learned to focus. I've learned to shut the world out. I've learned to control my thinking, my breathing. I've learned to control my technique when I shoot. We have a lot of parents and guardians of autistic children, of handicapped children, of emotionally scarred children who find peace and solace and tranquility in learning to shoot archery in their gym and then learn to shoot for their school. Uh, well, we, have, we have a whole section on our website uh, called Success. I challenge your viewers, get on our website and read those success stories about what archery has done for kids. Hey, yeah, Tommy, I just uh, we're to... going to have to leave it here. Uh, folks, you head on over, learn more about naspschools.org, and you can get all kinds of information there. Hey, folks, uh, we're running a little long, so we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Cowboy's Wild Game Washer provides a wildly superior clean. Say goodbye to dealing with the mess of the feathers, the scales, the smell of your game in the sink after the hunt with the help of Cowboys Wild Game Washer. Simply breast out your dove, duck, pheasant, quail, or fish fillets and place them in the washer. Connect it to a standard water hose and let it run. The game washer flushes all the feathers, scales, and debris over the top. Keep it running and when the water is clear, the game goes straight into the freezer bags. The Wild Game Washer will significantly reduce your cleaning time of birds, fish, and other game. The constant flow of clean water causing the movement of the game makes it cleaner than washing it by hand. Everyone should have one. Also check out our self-cleaning dog and pet waterer. It ensures your pet's water is clean and fresh at all times. Order now and get free shipping when using promo code FREESHIP at GameWasher.com. Hey, welcome back. 
Look at that behind us. I guess it's causing all kinds of problems. It's raining on our commercials. It's ruined our cameras. Uh, it's, it's, it's gotten in the way of guests. We are just not used to uh, Arizona seeing weather like this. In fact, if I needed this, I'd go back to Kentucky. Hey, well, let's say, uh, uh, hey, uh, John, you're here with us uh, from Dry Vapor Cleaner. John Newhart, I'm so pleased that you hung around here and you were watching us push the wrong buttons, listen to the wrong thing, and watching the rain come down. Uh, is it raining where you are, John? It is not raining. I, I am located, uh, the company is located in Las Vegas, so we're just a couple hours north of you. We got some sprinkles, but none of the stuff it looks like you're having. <laughs> hey, John, we talked a little bit earlier on the show. Uh, I told some folks right on, I teased it. We put it out yesterday. We put a big email out. We put another email today uh, with that, that coupon code. We'll come back to that coupon code in a minute. But hey, you have a solution that is unlike anything. Now, I saw it at SHOT in action, and, and frankly, it was spooky. I, I was really worried about it. This guy, you know, I saw this vapor coming out and just doing it right in the, in the hall, and I was walking by there in, 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 the, in the aisle, and, and he said, here, let me point it at you. You know, I, I thought it was going to burn me. I, I couldn't believe And then also I thought it was going to be wet. I don't understand at all how it works. It's voodoo to me, but I know it cleans stuff great. Why don't you tell our viewers a little bit about dry vapor cleaner? It's, in, it's fantastic. We got some video here to show, but just tell us a little bit about who you guys are and how you got started. Sure, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to uh, spending more time with you guys. So what we have is a dry vapor cleaner. And I think you might have a still picture of that you could throw up there in the fact that uh, it's a box about the size of a toaster. Inside there, we have a high-tech aerospace aluminum core. We heat that core up to 500 degrees. And then into that, we just drip drops of pure distilled water. It immediately turns that into 300 degree, 200 PSI dry vapor. It comes out of the end of the hose there, which is the end of the, the wand, that, that stick. And it's, it's that 300 degrees that breaks the bond, whether it's carbon, copper, cosmoline. If you have a helicopter with a rocket launcher hanging off it outside your back porch, we can clean the cordite out of that as well. It is the temperatures, the magic, and the... Uh, that 4% water vapor, which is a lot lower than you've got in Arizona on a dry day, mm -hmm. uh, it acts as an emulsifier and that pressure pushes it out. I so to go back. I was pushing buttons there. I, I still don't understand. You said the temperature makes, and, and when you're, uh, the well, guy at the, at, at, the, uh, at the show, he, he, he sprayed it on me. It just felt cool and it was dry. I still don't understand how that works. I just yeah, you know, it. There's a little bit of elves and magic, but you saw how it works. We've got a video coming up here a little bit that I'll explain while it's playing. But it, it's kind of like, you know, it, it's, it's, not, it's not mass. And here again, this gets into a lot of physics that even I don't understand. But you're, you've got your oven on at 450 degrees. You reach in there to grab your turkey out. Your arms don't disintegrate. It's kind of that same way. The dry vapor brings that heat, which breaks that carbon bond. Here, this is a, a M240 machine gun. This is an op rod. Here we had uh, 2,100 rounds had gone through this one. I was down in uh, the 
the shooting range, undisclosed location in Fe uh, south of Phoenix, about an hour. So you'll see here that carbon buildup, and with the dry vapor, it walks it away like it's dust. Wow. And we can if we can do this on an M240 with 200 or 2100 rounds. We can do it on your nine millimeter or your your uh, anything you've got in between. That's incredible, so, John. What we do is we take here again to clean an M240. Actually, to clean just this oprod portion can can take upwards of uh, an hour, hour and a half. We knock it down to about two minutes. That's amazing. Wow. That is awesome. Wow, wow, wow. And uh, and the thing about it is, you have the you have a version for use in the shooting sports industry. Isn't that right? I mean, you have one that's tailor made. You have all types, but you have one that's mm -hmm. just right for us. Is that right, John? Absolutely. Uh, the the one that we have the picture of up there. That's our 169 weapons package. Uh -huh. And that is a single core machine that gets you that 200 PSI, 300 degrees. That's the one that uh, the ranges, the armors, the individuals, uh, the anybody that's that's got some weapons to clean, that's the one they buy for the, uh, the, the single the single user. Now here again, we have a, we have a range model which uh, SIG uses it, Smith and Wesson, Ruger, they've got it at their practice ranges and whatnot. And that's a two core machine. That is that's if you're cleaning 50, 100 weapons in a day. Okay. okay. If, you're, if you're going through and cleaning five, 10, 15, our, our single unit that we had on there earlier, that's the one that does that. And, and it, the thing about this is it gets down in the nooks and crannies like nobody's business. No one else can do this. I mean, you, you can't do this manually. You, you have to have this type of device. That's what she said. Well, you, you can do it manually. Um, you know, our, our biggest competition, you'll see the end there, how that got cleaned out. Uh, in, in, right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Our, our competition is manual labor and chemicals. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It really, it really. You know, when it comes to cleaning parts like that, the 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 part that they pick, the op rod there, the, those are there's so many fine tuned little grooves and everything in there that are really hard to clean. And I've had to clean those those types of parts before. And having a tool like that makes that so much easier. I mean, I can't tell you how many hours I spent standing outside an armory trying to clean. Uh, a, a 50 caliber machine gun or a 5.56 or whatever and and just scrubbing and scrubbing and just to to, to just till no end and then it, finally you get it cleaned and you turn it in when 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 there's options like this out there i just can't believe that, that more people more companies more uh more organizations aren't jumping in on this because it obviously cleans it so well and so quickly um does it does it with the temperatures, is there any problem with it, like with it degrading a, if there's chemical bonds or bluing or anything like that? Okay. Because I was just about to ask that because Tim Luther on Facebook just asked, no harm to bluing. So No harm to bluing. No. We, uh, we, we work with guys uh, bluing, the guys at Cerakote, you know, they use our equipment to clean that item before they blew it before they cerakote it but no we've been working with people with cerakote for a while and uh this will this will clean it we uh, scraped a penny on one and got a little bit of that copper on there ours took it right off and the the finishes are fine you're not gonna you're not gonna melt your glock uh one you know you, no problems with there like i said the the mass isn't there in the vapor 
So it, it's not going to melt anything. It's not going to take anything off. It will take off any lubrication you have. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Which is fine. Now, Eric asked us here. He says, he, he said, I could find lots of uses for this. And that's true because you don't just do this just for firearms. You have all types of applications, all types mm-hmm. of machinery. Uh, you probably weren't joking about the helicopters, or were you? No, nope. we, we do that. We do that through our relationship with Dylan uh, and their mini guns. We've, we, we've got to some opportunities to be in a lot of really cool places, and we do a lot of neat things. Hey, does it yeah. clean rifle bores? That's what uh, John Crable asks us. Yes, yeah, and the weapons package does come with a, a shotgun, a rifle, and a pistol extender for that specific purpose. So what's the that's, a, that's that's pretty awesome, and I and I and I got to be honest with you. So I hadn't seen much of this kind of stuff being used on guns yet, um, but I had seen um, most of it used on car parts and cleaning other uh, other machines. And uh, so obviously, this thing, if it's going to be safe enough to use on your gun, then it's going to be safe enough to use on these other other pieces. But what all could you use this for? Well, you mentioned one, and we're really big in the automotive because we can clean a uh, intake manifold and the carbon exhaust off of that the same way. I mean, you're you're looking at 20 minutes to clean an entire manifold uh, as opposed to five days dipped in some sort of chemicals, I don't know, and then scraping it with your, your stainless steel toothbrush and then your dental picks, which you used to use on the on the yeah. military equipment. You know, the star pattern, not a problem. I mean, it, there, there's no place we can't go and nothing we can't clean. 20 times faster without chemicals and uh, making it a whole lot easier on the labor. Yeah, you know what? Uh, as the senior person here representing the older uh, geriatric uh, Alzheimer's generation, that's me, uh, I, I'm still confused because I I, I was out there. It's, it, it's just so amazing because this... This vapor comes out, it's cool, it cleans like crazy, but then the guy, your, your demonstrator, was. Sh- he says, go ahead and touch this, and then I could tell that the part itself was actually very warm, so the heat was there, but it was invisible to me. Uh, I don't know, I, I, I'm not really sure I'm comfortable of having such voodoo magic right here on our show, but hey, we're breaking new ground for, for gun stuff. Fortunately, you've got a good crew there, Chris, and they can help you with this. Don't be afraid. (laughs) Thank you so much. uh, You know, and with Ursula here standing by me, uh, she makes all the difference. We've got some great uh, uh, images here, and and here's a close-up. Now, you can't get in there. you try to do this yourself, Scott. You're shaking Scott your head. Scott is having PTSD. Yeah, that, I, I see that. I, I see that hop rod, and I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> I'm gonna clean that thing. And then you know, I mean, because the 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 before picture is is obviously before, but then the after, is, I'd see that, and I'm like, oh wow, that's really that's a really good thorough cleaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and but the thing is, he just shows the video. If you just they just run the wand around it, and it cleans it off. And and I have spent hours. I mean, hours. <laughs> trying to get the grit and the and all the and all the carbon buildup and everything that, that gets down in those places. And the big problem is 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 down in 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 the in the bottom of the pan on this is that where these two pieces connect right here, this little section right here is always the hardest to get out. That's and what impossible. people do is they automatically reach in there with something hard. They're like, well it's not coming out and they start picking in there and they start shoving things in there 
from cleaning picks to whatever. And then that's where the damage on weapons and, 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 and mechanical pieces come in is when people get frustrated. When you have a good thing, a good machinery that cleans this properly, you don't run the risk of people trying to jam metal rods in there and, and stripper clips and all this other stuff to clean that out. Uh, and everybody claims, guys. Yeah, everybody claims they got the best way to do it. So but this is play, this is obviously the better. Yeah. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because we've all had to scrub all our guns, but look at the lessons that we learned by oh, doing yeah. that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at, the, look at the guns we've destroyed. I, I mean, that uh, too, I mean so. yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean you're yeah. you're yeah. personally you're a walking advertisement <laughs> to the contrary. Okay, <laughs> I'm not so sure you learn any like, good lessons. Like we, hey, we've all learned some lessons scrubbing in. First of all, I'm not I'm not here to build your character. Uh, Tommy was here for that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> now, John, uh, we're going to have to have you back on the show uh, and, and do some live t testing. I, I, as you can yeah. tell, I was gobsmacked when I went to shot, and uh, everybody is the first time they see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've been know, around a while. We we we've been around since Desert Storm, Desert Shield. You know, we've been in the military of our country and some of our friends. Uh, you know, we we're out there to make a difference because the ninety seconds truly can be used by our warfighters in the field, and that's when the time counts. Mm -hmm. So, Absolutely. we're getting the word out now about who we are and what we're doing, and uh, happy to happy to be with you and appreciative of your having us on the show today. And thank you. Thank you for, for showing us this. That's really cool. Yeah. And also helping out our viewers with that 10% coupon code. We've got it right there. 10% with the weapons package, Gun Stuff TV. Now, by the way, uh, for our podcast listeners, John, uh, where can they learn more? Because they can't necessarily see everything. Where can they learn more? Because your website's right on here. Where do they find out? It is dryvaporcleaner.com. Uh, can't can't be any, any easier than that. John, thanks so much for your patience. Thanks for being on our show. And uh, you know what? Uh, I tell you what, I think I might wave an exception to my anti-voodoo policy on the show <laughs> and uh, welcome you guys back and coming in the very, very near future. Thanks a lot, John. Yeah, we see you. Thank you. third guest that isn't here and let's talk a little bit about it right here and uh okay so uh, so i'm gonna be now folks that you're watching this is well <laughs> worth the wait because we got a lot of great stuff to show you here and scott you were there were you not yeah so we had a chance to go to the uh 2023 zombie run for your life running gun and it was uh it was an amazing shoot it was a lot of fun 
Um, Tiger isn't able to join us today, and I, I'm really, I'm really a little bit sad about that because he's not going to be hosting this again. This was the last run of this of this uh-huh. event, and he has run this for years, and um, he's he's just a great uh, guy, and he he hosts this, and it just brings a lot of a lot of uh, new runners in, and it's just a phenomenal event. But he puts more of a Halloween spin on it, so usually goes the weekend after Halloween, and we show up dressed up in costumes and everything and this this is one of the stages here and we'll get to that in a minute uh but we you know we run in all kinds of different stuff and we ran as me and my partner we ran as Bert and ernie uh so <laughs> yeah. we we knew we knew that we didn't we didn't have the skills to win the competition so we figured we would try to go for the comp for the for the costume contest and we kind of dressed up and, and and carried a little went over a little overboard with the Bert and Ernie costume but this starts you know as soon as the sun comes up because they have so many runners um going through in a day that they have to start as soon as they can um so if you go through the safety brief, ever you get it show up, everybody's doing their fires around the camps and stuff like that. You catch up with everybody, but then boom, it's off to the races. And this one starts off with just this is more of a confirmation stage, uh, just to make sure they they put that in the beginning and it made sure that people were zeroed in uh, because people have things go wrong with guns on the way there. Uh, you go through that and then you head off and you hit stage one, and it's all under time. It's all it's all fun. So you, you, this one here, you have to start off standing and then work your way down. But the only problem is with these boards on the stand is that it, depending on what board you pick, can only get you can only see targets, certain targets from there. So it takes both of you to clear the targets down range. You can't oh. see them from all those all spots. You clear that stage and you take off running and you run and you run and you run and you keep on running and then you, you get to this stage and this oh, is pistol. That stage it, is it's like uphill. Like, okay, yep. so I'm I'm familiar with the Lucas Oil Ranch. Like, that ranch is phenomenal. So, like, the fact that it's a working cattle ranch, and then you have just all these spots to uh, the shoot. And yes. that particular one, I mean, one of the other matches that I shoot at there, they, that's an actual, like, uphill long-range stage. And then off to the left, there's actually a big, like, jungle run type of yep. type of setup so yeah and and this one here we we shoot we start off with a pistol and it's you have to engage the far targets and you work your way in and we didn't even get a chance to complete it we just found little problems and stuff like that and in and, and hitting those far targets mm-hmm. but the the cool thing is is that you you ran around you hit that one then took off and then you end up at this at this stage here and this is you were just shooting super far with a pistol and then now i'm trying to shoot close and you know they just threw so much in on this that it just made it you know you essentially you tested everything um and this one here is the one that uh is is a lot of fun because basically you'll see in a second i just kind of get drugged he's like oh hey he taps me on the shoulder he goes hey you got hit in the leg you're down now he's got to drag you (laughs) and i was totally expected to be the one that was going to be picked you know hey you got to drag him uh but it didn't work out that way and so it was just it's just such a fun shoot um and then he has to finish out on the stages so he's got some steel out there he's shooting from cover and all of these stages are set up and 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 the stories behind them are are 
fun. They're uh, like from horror movies, from zombie movies and all this other stuff. And, 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 and they give you the brief in there. So they give you the brief and they say, hey, you're in the zombie horde. You're about ready to go into this tunnel. One of you has to be in the tunnel. One of you has to shoot through the tubes and you have to engage these threats. So it was it was a it was a difficult course. So, you yeah, know? Another thing that's difficult about shooting at Lucas, which is in um, which is in Missouri. Um, yes, it's in Missouri. I had to double check. Like, uh, we're not flying to go there. Um, and in that particular spot, the wind is so switchy. And then on top of that, you have overgrown grass and you have trees. So you have to read your environmentals and it depending on the, did is in November. So the, mm-hmm. uh, dirt is kind of soft. So like you may not get a misreading. So you may oh, yeah. get a call. You may not get a call. So we did, and we didn't get calls. So yeah. the 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 hard part was is that where the, the dirt was soft, so it was going into the dirt, and you mm-hmm. couldn't see skips or you know or ricochets or anything like that. So it was very difficult, and, and they're like, we see no impact, and they, you just luckily I just I I got on and I engaged, and and we made it almost all the way through. Uh, and that, that would made it really difficult. But this stage here, uh, we, you had to engage targets. There's a little lake we're shooting across here. Then you had to pick up the heavy box. You had to get it across to the other, to the stars. And then you had to engage the stars. And this is about the point where, uh, my sight started coming off my gun. So uh, my pistol, I, I go up and I start shooting. And I'm not hitting and I'm like, what the, and I reach up and I wobble it. And I'm like, oh, my screws have come loose on my sight. So, uh, so I just try to, you know, just kind of start messing with it and we get through that stage. Well, then we get to this stage here and then you could see the frustration beginning to <laughs> To ensue and so i'm holding it this my sight down with my with my pistol and i'm like god i'm hitting the post and i'm just kind of fighting through it but it's a lot of fun see i hit the post again <laughs> and it barely moved the target but the thing is is like each time i pull the trigger i'm waiting for my thumb to get caught in the gun and cause a malfunction we had a question here and you might yeah. be able to answer this nolan asks us for what purpose was the course meant for other than competition it was uh so it's it's a uh it's a cattle range. The whole place is a cattle is a cattle range, but they give them uh, leeway to run the run a competition on here. Mm-hmm. And they and Lucas Oil really enjoys it. Uh, they they're highly supportive and mm-hmm. uh, and they give us a lot of leeway in where we can shoot and what we can shoot. Now, granted, we have to work around the fact that there are lots of cattle on this. I mean, it is, it is a lot, a lot of, a lot of yardage out there and just a lot of square acreage. Uh, so we have to be really careful that we're not shooting into certain areas, but they have such a great range. And I was really, was really upset that uh, this was, that this was the last one. Um, and so what we're going to be going for is uh, next year we're going to be having um, a John, uh, uh, John Dorsett is going to be hosting another event at the same range, but it's not going to be quite the same. Uh, it's going to be uh, Hunter. It's called Hunter's Run and Gun, and that's going to be going, starting next year. It's going to be about the same time, but I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a full-on costume and in, in, in whole get-up. But I this think, was I think an it should extremely be. fun event. We had a blast, and we really wanted to get them on because we've we've attended their event for a, for for some time, and we still hadn't had a chance to get them on. But here is the Hunter's Moon running gun, and this will be going next year, and we'll be attending this one next year as well. So just we'll quickly put, put that all out for you on Facebook, so right. you got yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, we'll have it all out there. But to quickly add on to uh, Nolan Wells, so I don't know if y'all know this, but Lucas Oil actually has an entire gun side. So they actually do Lucas Oil. Uh, I actually use their stuff. So uh, a lot of their gun lubes they actually have grease. They have all types of cleaners. Like Lucas Oil is actually uh, huge, huge yes. freaking supporters of the shooting sports. And yeah, and the the only problem we have is that you know they're you know so they they have the range side, but we're always like, hey, we need to get mo- they need to get more miles out of the course. Mm-hmm. So they will say, hey, well you'll shoot here, but then we're going to run you out around the cattle bin over here and down through this valley and and so we quite literally we you run uh a, a 15k easy uh i'm guessing something like that i think there was a 10 a, a, a 10 and a 15k or something but that that there is just so many so many miles that you knock down on this well, but it's just a blast uh scott one last question to you about the running gun uh do you think there might be some wacko leftist commie pinko types that would look at you guys having fun shooting and would say you are insurrectionists and that you're fomenting a rebellion against the United States? Or Do you training think, for one. In fact, training, in fact, especially with those costumes, you're going to blend right in on a Halloween night. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's it, yeah. I'm sure there are people that would that would say that. But the thing is, is it, the the whole event was set up. It's it's meant to, it's meant to be fun. It's meant to encourage people to get out. Uh, you know, and and the thing is too is, I mean, dressing up. I mean, there were a lot of people in in different costumes and stuff, and and it's it's just so much fun. Ursula, you've done mm-hmm. these before, yeah. And it's just it 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 makes it fun to get out and just play. You know, play. Just yeah, literally play. And yeah. it's one thing like. Being good at shooting is, it's it's good, it's fun, but to add on now, be good at shooting now, dressed up as a character like this is I don't know why it just add an extra fun level that I didn't know could could be achieved. So yep. speaking of costumes, so I think the one the next one I have, which is going to be in October, um, we might go as uh, Murdoch and Riggs from Lethal Weapon. I don't know yet. Okay. All right, yeah. So, so we're trying to yep, gotta do the gotta do the shoulder the shoulder holster. Oh, and yeah. The whole, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, guys, uh, thank you all for watching today. Now, until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.